First of all, I'd just like to welcome our visitors this morning. Good to have you with us. For those of you who might be watching on Facebook, I want to just let you know that we're in the process of upgrading our video system. Uh, and uh, it will be better. The sound will be better. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were on lockup, I guess you could say, from being exposed to COVID. And we watched for homo, from home. And uh, I guess as well admitted, I was appalled at the sound that came forth. <laughs> it was nobody's fault. And uh, so I talked with the board, and we decided to upgrade a little bit here. And uh, if we've got people listening in from outside the church, we want to make sure that you're hearing what's going on here. So anyway, we have that in the process. I'm just so amazed at our God, how, how great he is. Hallelujah. You know, I, I think about all the things, and like Rich mentioned, you know, 2020, this has been some year, and not really great. But, you know, I got thinking about it, and I really got to thinking about what should we expect? <laughs> it's not going to get any better. We're, we're nearing the end of days, and I just want to read a portion of Scripture here in a minute that talks about what it will be like in the last days. But, you know, here a few weeks back, I preached on the days of Noah. And if you think about what it was like in the days of Noah, we're edging really close to that. We're getting closer and closer daily to the days of Noah. And, and Christ said it will be like the days of Noah when he returns. I want to read this morning out of 2 Timothy chapter 3, and uh, I'm going to be reading out of the Message Bible. I usually don't like using this, but it, this seemed to be very apropos this morning. I'm going to be reading about the first five verses. Uh, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, Self-promoting, stuck up, profane, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, dog-eat-dog, unbending, slanderers, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated windbags, addicted to lust, and allergic to God. They'll make a show of religion, but behind the scenes, they're animals. Stay clear of these people. I don't know about you, but that sounds very familiar to what we're experiencing right now in this day and age. And like I said, I don't think it's going to get any better. And we shouldn't expect it to if we're expecting the Lord's return anytime soon. If His return is imminent, we should be realizing that uh, this world is going to convulse and that the enemy is not going to give up easily. He's not going to go down without a fight. So we need to be very careful about, you know, how we begin to look at things and deal with things. We need to let that peace of God rule in our hearts and reign. We need to make sure we're doing everything to stay in the love of Christ, to stay in the word and to stay in the presence of God. I was thinking about a scripture in John 14 and 6. Uh, I'm not going to turn there. Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man comes unto the Father but by me. This is the message that we need today. As we just read about all that's going on in the world and what people are like, they need to know that Jesus is the only way, the only answer to what's going on in this world. You know, I I love that. Jesus said, I am the way. No man comes to the Father but by me. We hear so much in the world today, well, you know, you can do it. You know, you can get there this way or you can get there that way. No. The Bible says Jesus is the way. And he is the truth. What he says about it is true. All the things that we hear in this world are false, are lies. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I don't think there's a human in this world that is not searching for life. And we hear so much, you know, and have heard so much about people looking for a fountain of youth, something that will extend their life. Well, I found that fountain. It's Jesus Christ. My life has been extended eternally through him. I was thinking about this month. I heard Ryan mention it this morning, but this month is the new year for the Jewish people. This is their... They'll be celebrating their new year, I believe, in a couple weeks from today, actually. But I just want to go back into the Old Testament in chapter 12 of Exodus and just read what God established at that time and what it means to us. You know, there's a life for our taking. You know, Jesus has purchased us a new life, a life everlasting, and all we have to do is accept it and receive it. But I just want to read here, this is talking about the Passover, and this is uh, the Lord speaking to Moses and Aaron. Chapter 12, verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. In other words, this is going to be a new year to you. This is when your year is going to start. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In each in the tenth day of the month, this shall, they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers and a lamb for a house. And then I want to go down to six. And you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts on the upper door post of the house wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Anyway, I just want to stop there. The beginning of months. This is your new year. And I want you to realize that the day you gave your heart to Christ, and if you haven't given your heart to Christ, and you do, that day will be the day of new beginnings a new year, a new life for you. I remember it's been a little over 49 years ago that I gave my heart to the Lord. That's when I reckon my life began. So even though I may look 66, I'm only 49. (laughs) In God years. (laughs) But... But I was just thinking about that. You know, this is just what God is saying to them. You know, I'm going to save you from death. 
And if you know the story here, they are getting ready to leave Egypt, and it's the night of the Passover. We talked about that. And really what this Passover speaks of is the death angel passed over Egypt. And if you remember what it talked about here, it talked about taking the blood of the lamb and placing it upon the doorposts of their house, the place where entry was made. Well, that speaks of our heart. That's where things enter into our life is through our heart, you know, our spiritual heart, not our beating heart, our spiritual heart. And we need to have the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb applied to the doorposts of our heart. You know why? Because when the death angel passes over and he sees the blood, it won't affect us any longer. We'll be free. We'll be able to go to the promised land. We'll be able to walk in the fullness of the presence of God. But I was just thinking about this, how important it is in this day and age to come to the realization that we need Christ. You know, if you're sitting here this morning and you've never accepted Christ, we're in the last days. I just read that. Who knows how much longer we have? I don't. No one knows. That's what the Bible says. But we're getting close. And I want to just invite people this morning, you know, think about your situation. If you're in this world without Christ, you're dead. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If you don't have Jesus, you're out of the way. You're living a lie, and you're dead. We need Christ in our hearts and lives. And just as Israel gets ready to celebrate their new year, let's begin to think about our new life in Christ. Will you start it this month? You know, will you start it this year? You know, of all the years to start a new life in Christ, this would be a good one. This is a good year just to kind of forget about. Although Christ is using it to us that love him and are called according to his purpose, you know, I just want to encourage you this morning. The sacrificial lamb has been killed. The blood is available to be applied to your heart. Hallelujah. And that blood does not fail. Does not fail. It will do that which it was sent to do, and that is to perch your life of sin, to bring you into a relationship with God the Father, to break down all the barriers that our sin made between us and God. Hallelujah. So I encourage you to start a new life in Christ. Start a new life in Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. No one will see the Father without him. Hallelujah. Father, I want to just thank you. Lord, I know it seemed very short this morning, but I just thank you, Lord, that your word is truth. And Lord, there is a way that seems right to man, but the ends there of our death. Hallelujah. And the truth that the world is proclamating is not the truth. And the life that they're promoting is not life, it's death. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Help us, Lord, to realize that and to follow. And to follow even more closely, Lord, as the end times are upon us. And Lord, as we see that day drawing near when Christ will return. As I said before, Lord, no man knows the day nor the hour, only the Father. But Lord, we can see the signs. And just as the fig tree puts on its leaves before it brings forth fruit, Lord, we're beginning to see those signs. We're beginning to see all this lawlessness, 
all this despair, all this distress within our world. Lord, a, a people who do not want to know God, who do not to keep God in their consciences. Hallelujah. Lord, may we ever be ready and prepared to meet with our maker, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, make us diligent. We ask in your name. Amen. You're dismissed this morning.